Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We talk today to Chad Williams, who's the CEO of Red Cloud Securities. They're an M&A advisory uh, firm in Toronto, Canada. They raise money for junior mining companies around the world. We talk about how he built the business up, and we also look at the 10 things that he needs to hear from company CEOs when they're asking him for capital. Let's take a look at how retail, family office, and high net worth can apply that same thinking for their investments. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, Chad, how are you, sir? I'm very good, thank you. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? We are surviving. We are surviving. We're, yeah. we've, we've all, we're all self-isolating. Uh, That's right. In our in our little cabins. Now you're you're up in Quebec. You mentioned earlier. No, I'm actually north of Toronto. North I'm at of my Toronto. Co- we call them we call them cottages in Canada, but cabins or lake house. Uh, and um, yeah, so sorry for the beard and the uh, the, the, the 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 casual look, but uh, that's that's me these days. And I think we'll look back uh, maybe even next week or in a few months on this as as truly extraordinary circumstances. But we'll get through this. Uh, humanity has gotten through this, and uh, this too shall pass, as they say. We, we, we will endure and we will survive. There we go. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting times for sure. Hey, look, um, Chad, we, we caught up a few weeks ago before we went to PDAC, so I guess there's a, f- a few things have happened since then. Um, but, and I know today we're going to talk about serious bu- business matters. But, so let's, let's kick off uh, with a one-minute summary for people who perhaps haven't heard of, of uh, Red Cloud Securities and uh, give us a little background on, on yourself, if you don't mind. Sure. So, yeah, um, a little bit on me. So I'm a mining engineer with an MBA and uh, I've been in, in, in mining really since I was a kid, uh, as far as I can remember. But of note, I was a top ranked mining analyst, a gold mining analyst at some of the bigger banks and brokerage firms. I managed uh, mining equities. Uh, I even ran a mining company called Victoria Gold, which is uh, still around. Of course, they're building a mine and uh, in the Yukon, but uh, so I've I've worn a lot of hats, uh, so many hats that it's uh, it's cost me my hair. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm a, I'm a you know mining is my calling. And what happened is about ten years ago, maybe a little less than that, uh, I had the idea to create a new type of company. Um, it's called Red Cloud, and Red Cloud offers capital markets services to mining companies. That's all we do is is help mining companies. And uh, literally, there are, there are about, uh, or there is about 100 different things that we do. But generally, they can group, be grouped into different uh, categories, such as capital raising. Uh, we raised uh, you know, lots of money, hundreds of millions of dollars for dozens and dozens of companies. We do M&A. We do marketing, which, uh, which is interesting in, in, this, uh, you know, in, in this context, because we can't have human interaction anymore so we're really pushing video and webinars and and let's call it virtual marketing so we do marketing uh we do uh also strategic advisory work um i remember when i was the ceo of victoria gold you know the the old cliche it's lonely at the top well i had no one to talk to really so we provide strategic advisory services to mining companies and uh we provide equities research we have a team of 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 analysts as well um so so, you know, that gives you a sense of what we do. There is no other group that does everything that we do. There are groups that do various parts of it. But uh, we've been um, we've been a, a big success, if I could say that. Uh, I don't think it's an exaggeration. We, we have over 30 employees. We've helped hundreds of mining. I think it's at last count 500 different mining companies over the last 10 years. So we've been very, very busy. And things are actually going quite well right now because um, – our clients, the mining companies, are looking for alternatives for ideas, and, and we're able to offer some 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 different ways to market and raise well, money. Brilliant, brilliant, and nice. So, God, there's so, so many different components. That I mean, we're going to talk today about raising capital, or where the way that companies yeah. approach you and you know engage you to help them raise capital. But you touched upon something there. You know, as an ex-banker. Uh, it it yeah. fascinated me. You, you talked about marketing. The importance of marketing must be significant if you're created, if you have created internally a marketing function. Because normally you think, hey, give us the money. That's all we need, you know, uh, and then we'll go off. We, we, we know how to mine. We're geologists. We know how to mine. We'll go off and do that. And that, that was, that's all there was to it. But 
it strikes yeah. me having sort of come down from sort of you know the, the mid-tier big big cap type of uh, stuff down to this junior space they don't all have the necessary skills in-house to to you know at, at a you know as a reasonable quality or a reasonable experience to deliver everything that a junior needs to deliver so you know red cloud being able to offer all of those things not just the finance the advisory you know the the the, the fundraising but the marketing as well i can see why that may have been quite attractive were there certain times now that where that was more in need than others you know when when times are good do people ignore marketing it's 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 a funny thing because uh, I mean to to be honest we haven't had really good markets since I started the company I mean we've had you know a, a few um, a few bright spots but generally it's been very very tough right uh, and and what I've what we found is when times are really tough mining companies are are they really struggle to raise capital so they need help and that's when they reach out to us mm. and then when markets are very strong. Uh, you know, they still reach out to us because they know we've got a big network and they want to tap that network. And so we boost their efforts. So um, some people call it the, the red cloud miracle because we've been able to not only survive, but thrive in mining finance in very, very difficult times. And the reason is because we've got this nice niche. We're part of this. We've created a new, a new niche in this, in the mining ecosystem, if you will, that nobody else uh, can satisfy in aggregate okay yeah brokers can raise money at certain times and marketing firms do marketing at certain times but because we offer so many different services there seems to be a need for what we do all the time yes it's interesting actually because when i when i kind of stepped down to the junior space like i said it's probably about three years ago and like you know i said in a previous conversation with you i probably had my ass handed to me by a bunch of promoters and you know uh and the, yeah. uh, brokers who there, there's a game there's a definite game Right. And uh, I don't know what the game was. And we, we, we learned a lesson along the way. And, you know, that's what happens. But because of your ability to do diligence, you're, when yes. companies come to you, you go, hey, one, is this a company we believe in? And two, do you think we could tell this story to wherever we go to raise our money from, whether it yeah. be institutions or, you know, wherever you go to? Um, so there's a kind of, would you say there's a kind of a stamp of an, or an endorsement from you if, you're going to the market asking rather than this promoter route because I've, I've just seen it too many too many times there's there are quite a few well-known groups who if they're involved yeah. we walk away we, we definitely avoid well you know we we do pride ourselves on quality and uh when i started red cloud uh, i said at the very beginning that we'll do business with about only one percent of all the mining companies and and that's that's sufficient. There's, mm. There are so many mining companies. We don't need to do business with more than that. Uh, we're, we're certainly not perfect. Um, we're misled too. Uh, people are, are at times very convincing, and I'm being polite. Other times they're they're, they're deliberately misleading. But you know we're we're not perfect. But I would say our track record is very very good. I would say out of the four or five hundred companies I've lost track, there's only like four or five that that that, that haven't worked out at all. Um, which isn't bad at all in, in, in a very, very volatile industry with, with you know, startup. Because these are, a lot of these companies are startups. Yeah. And we, we have a team of technical people. We have metallurgists, mining engineers, geologists, fund managers. Uh, and we protect our franchise very carefully to the point where certain institutions will take meetings with our mining clients um, sight unseen. As long as, as they're a red cloud client, they will take a meeting. Right. Okay. And, uh, that's not easy to keep that reputation up. You know, as you can imagine, as we grow and, and times are good or times are bad, and you know, there's always there are always um, different uh, agendas and 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 and, uh, and, and problems really uh, to, to keeping a, a, a good franchise. But we certainly think that's very important. Okay, take that as a yes. Stamp of endorsement from Red Cloud Works. If you can get through doors, then that, that's got has got to help yeah. these companies, right? Because that's we the do, trouble. Yeah, we do. We do have an investment committee. We do have. It's called the New Names Committee, where there's ten people that vote, and and it's it's got to be unanimous. And anyway, long story short, we do have processes. And you know, the truth is as well is we're a regulated broker. <laughs> we're uh, in Canada. It's called an IROC dealer. The equivalent in the U.S. is FINRA. So we have the very highest level of designation possible as a broker dealer. 
So, you know, we, we, we are regulated and uh, so, we, you know, we have to be careful. Plus, I was a top ranked analyst for many years. And so, you know, I've got a reputation and the people in my company have a, a reputation to maintain as well. Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, I've been a banker myself and it's, it's difficult uh, to, you know, there's good, there's, good, there's good and bad out there. And, um, you yeah. know, if, if you find some good ones, stick with them because the reputation clearly matters to them and longevity um, is earned. You know, you can't, you can't kid your way through that. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's been a learning experience for us. And I, you know, I'm just conscious for our audience, which is, you know, re- retail investors, high net worth family offices who don't get, yeah. you know, they don't spend all day thinking about mining investment. It's just when it, when it comes across the table, we, you know, we're keen to help them understand, you know, who's who at the zoo, who's good, yeah. who's not so good, you know, what companies are good, what not so good. So we talk right. about red flags and green lights. But um, look, that's a conversation for another day. Today, we're going to be talking about raising capital. So companies come to you. You've just kind of ex- explained the, the, the whole infrastructure behind Red Cloud. But companies come to you and they pitch. They pitch uh, their, their company, their assets, their management team, and yeah. they say, right, now you've heard this story, give me some money. And some are better than others, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> right, right. So what are the things I mean, that you can... need to hear? Because I, 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 and we need to be cognizant of this is a retail audience, slightly less sophisticated than you. Uh, so we need to put it in, uh, in, a, in a language and position it in a way that they would understand how they could translate that into what they should be looking for in companies too. So if, if, if we don't mind. Sure, sure. And, um, you know, I, I believe I've, I've got a lot of credibility on that front because I've been doing it for over 30 years and I've financed and, and, and literally there, there must be 20 companies, that, more than that, that come to see us every week at Red Cloud raising money, they, looking to, to raise capital. So trust me, I've seen, you know, I can tell within probably 15 seconds whether this person is going to get money, right? Really? And, oh, I can see it. I can see, I can, I can tell by, by, you know, it's, it's kind of an odd thing. But, uh, and this is the kind of advice we give to our clients as well, right? Because not all of them uh, come in prepped. But you know, I can tell by by what what how they how they're dressed, if they show up late, uh, if you know who's marketing with them. I mean, like even before they say anything, I, I have a good sense, uh, you know, by their age, their their demographic, and all kinds of things. It's but, it's, it's a funny it's a funny thing that because um, my old man, we run a family business. My my old man is like, if their shoes aren't clean, they're not getting my money. <laughs> if yeah. If they are not presentable, you know, it's all that kind of human personal traits where you're That's going right. that he said, give me as few reasons to dislike you as possible. That's that is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a funny okay. thing. So, so that's very visual uh, part of the decision making. So I mean, I'm fascinated that you said that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for so long, but um what, what, what I did, Matt, is uh, I, uh, I was asked by the PDAC, which is the largest mining conference in the world. They, they asked me to, to, to give a presentation on uh, some advice for mining companies, how to raise money. And uh, I came up with 10 different things, 10 mm-hmm. different uh, lessons, if you will. Okay. Uh, and and this, these lessons come out of, of, of uh, necessity and agony uh, in the sense that I, I've seen so many bad pitches and so many so many uh, people do things wrong that I figured it's my duty uh, to, to, to fix <laughs> things. Mm. So the 10 lessons, uh, the presentation I think is, is probably on the Red Cloud website and if it's not, we'll get it up there. But um, the, first, the first one is, it's, it's very basic. And <clears throat> how I came up with this, uh, in fact, I didn't come up with any of this really, it's, 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 it's only through trial and error, but I met a very wealthy air conditioning salesman, sold air conditioner. Guy had like a Ferrari collection and a 30,000 foot home in Toronto. And I said, shit, you must be a really good sales guy. And he said, actually, I'm terrible at sales, but I'm really good at listening. And I try to figure out what people need and want, and then I give them what they need and want. So it's a very basic thing. You can never get someone to, you know, especially adults. Maybe kids you can convince, uh, but adults you can't. Uh, you can't convince them to uh, to do something they wouldn't normally do. But if you figure out, you probe, and you figure out what their needs are, then uh, then you might be able to, to to give them what they need. 
Um, so the first one, uh, the first lesson is it's never about you. As a mining promoter, it's never about you. It's always about the investor. Figure out what the investor needs, what their risk tolerance is, uh, what, um, you know, what commodities may be of interest, what stage, that kind of a thing. Uh, one thing is, is constant for every investor is they want to make money. So uh, they have to figure out how they make money and they all have risk tolerances and, you know, what could be appealing, what could be uh, uh, too risky for them, that kind of a thing. So try to figure out what, what the investor wants. It's always about them, never about you as a promoter. Okay. And the, the next one is, um, um, this is, this is a big pet peeve. Most mining folks, most promoters or mining executives are all tech, they're technical, they're geologists, mining engineers, that kind of a thing. So they have been trained and they think that uh, to get someone to part with their money, they're going to, they're going to bamboozle them with, with technical terms and alteration and 40 page or 80 page presentations that can only go the wrong way. It has to be presented in a very clear manner. And uh, the analogy I use is pretend that you're presenting to a 14-year-old male, okay? So 14-year-old males have a very short attention span. They're thinking about partying. They're thinking about a million other things. Uh, for a very brief period, they may actually be thinking about you, but don't take it for granted. So a very short window and make it super simple and, and present. And, that, and it takes a long time. And, and that's where I'm, I'm pretty good and other people at Red Cloud are good at is is after listening to a pit uh, to a presentation, we come up with the magic ingredient. What will be the the, the sort of the the pitch that will mm. work, and then we reinforce that. It's 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 interesting you say that because I we interview we've interviewed whatever it's like two hundred and fifty CEOs in the last year, and yeah. I, we've had a few quite uh, capable articulate CEOs and they've been able to tell the story well and they make sure you understand it and then we've had others at the other end of the spectrum I think you're indicating perhaps more geologically technical uh, competent yes. individuals and their view is it, if you're not bright enough to understand this that's not my fault and I would yeah. go I would counter that and saying it's not my job to understand it as an investor it's your job to make it clear to me because it's my money that you want Right. But how many times do you come across a CEO who's just they, they just want to show you how clever they are rather than get what yes. they need, which is your money. And, and it's and it comes from insecurity. But, you know, arguably the brightest guy in the history of mankind is Albert Einstein. And he could explain his very complex theories, you know, very simply so that anybody can understand. Mm. And, and if you're trying to confuse me. Uh, or use big words, then I'm, I'm going to be skeptical and I'm going to be immediately nervous. Mm. And, uh, and it takes really, really smart, sophisticated people to dumb things down. Yeah. And, but some people are so insecure that uh, they're, they're un un uncomfortable with that. But yeah. anyway, it is what it is. Uh, the, the, um, the other, uh, and I made a list here, uh, the other one is, is you have to define a clear use of proceeds. If you want my money, I need to know where my money is going because I am going to believe right off the bat that you're going to be buying Ferraris with my money, right? And I don't trust you. I don't trust your mining guy. I don't trust anybody, quite frankly. But if you have a clear use of proceeds and you spend the money wisely, then you're probably going to get my money now and you might even get my money later. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, think, that, I think that's right. But that, that seems a very normal everyday question. If you were lending someone I know. 10, quid, 10, you know, $10, you'd be saying, well, what's yeah. it for? Right, you'd be, you'd be asking that simple question, but some people hand over fifty thousand bucks, hundred thousand bucks, and they don't ask the question. Or even more bizarre to me is they yes. don't read the prospectus which they're signing up right. to. They'll read the summary right. and go, "Oh, that seems, that seems reasonable," but in the detail, and 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 it's particularly prevalent when things go wrong, right? Further yes. down the line, like yeah. say the market turns, there has to there has to be some sort of you know, merger or takeover, or quite frankly, you know, write down, and the management team get handed, you know, X million bucks, even though the company's lost money, and the shareholders yeah. are in uproar. It's like, well, that was in the prospectus. If that was ever going to be a problem for you, you should never put your money in. And I again, you yeah, see that. It's not. It's not. A, that's not a savory example, but it is a good example of yeah. read. Read the detail. 
And you're absolutely right. Uh, that being said, you know, we're all very busy and, um, you know, uh, if, if you're going to hide uh, stuff in a prospectus, that to me, that's that's not the kind of people that I want to invest in in the first that's place. That's true as well. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. You can go back and say, OK, well, OK, I was a dummy. I, I should have read page 800 of the prospectus. Uh, so so shame on me. But nevertheless, um, I don't know. That That's that that's a little bit. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it could be more obvious, but uh, other other. Um, other things and we don't have to go through all of them but other uh, the, the key one is is you have to develop trust mm. uh, at the end of the day uh, businesses uh it's like a roller coaster things go up things go down things go well things go badly but if you trust management if you if you really have conviction that 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 that, that these people are going to spend your money wisely especially with exploration you know exploration by definition is 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 risky and you may find something or you may not find something, but if you're spending the money wisely and, and people are managing your money properly, that's, that's a good use of, of, of funds, in my opinion. And that's the first advice I give to executives is build trust. And trust doesn't occur overnight. It takes years in some instances. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah. it's case, you know, again, we, we're, we're another, we, we would no sooner invest in a company we've just met than fly to the moon. We, we look at the company over time. Yeah. We read yeah. the quarterly, say, have they consistently delivered everything that they said mm -hmm. they're going to deliver? Or if not, have there been mitigating circumstance? And then at a sometime down, there's always deals, right? Your money is your money. You, you got one, you got a one, one go at this. If you, if you balls it, if you get it wrong, you, you don't got any money anymore. But um, there's always deals. There's more deals looking for money than there is money is my view so just yes yes take it easy it'll be fine you're, you're right that as as an investor as well and i you know i'm guilty of that myself i i tend to uh to fall in love with the geology and the prospects and uh and it served me well i've made a lot of money on mining stocks but the reality is uh most of the time exploration does not work yeah and uh you know, I'm actually very conservative. Like, I don't gamble. I, I go, I go to Las Vegas. I don't even touch uh, the casinos. Uh, but nevertheless, I, I do see the merit in, in a lot of these stories. And uh, but, but nevertheless, it's it's a very, 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 very risky business. And the and the promoter won't accurately portray the risk to you because he or she has the incentive of of grabbing your money. Absolutely. And Absolutely. as you've seen it, you know, you've you've been misled so many times, but. Uh, uh, other thing. Oh, the other thing too is uh, that really uh, one of my top irritants is you know mining companies come in and they say, well, you know, I need let's say a million or ten million or a hundred million, and I need it by next week. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, wh why why do you think that's reasonable? Like, do you actually run your company with such a lack of foresight and planning that you think I'm going to come up with with any amount of money within a week? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't have you know a, a bunch of, of of you know cash lying around, uh, ready to, to, to deploy at at a, at a moment here, right? And so it really takes about six months from the moment you think you need money to closing on a financing budget six months. Oh, I, we we shut up when someone says, "I've got, have I got a deal for you, Matt? Have I <laughs> here? The returns are astronomical, but we need to close it within two weeks." That's the only, you know, like, I literally shut up shop at that moment. It's like the doors are closed. <laughs> there you go. Because that smells of, as I say, at best, misplanning, bad planning. Yes, uh, at, yeah, at bad worst, organization. It sounds just a little bit, or a little, almost a little bit corrupt. It's like one of those sort of pressure sales, scarcity sales, That's which, right. again, right. there's too many deals. Uh, out there for us to worry about something like that but yeah i know what you mean i have some sympathy and we get caught up as investors we get because i'm an investor too like i buy yeah. you know almost all if not all of the deals that, that that we work on but and um you know you get caught up in the moment cobalt's up i need a cobalt name or, or silver's <laughs> up i need a silver name yeah. and um well and, that's the promotional uh, world isn't it yeah well again we we yeah. did see that with bro brokers they're going oh the next thing we're going to push is it's like cobalt and and then actually cobalt's no good anymore every yeah. every quarter there was a new thing to push and they needed them but it was just a case find me anything it didn't need to be good 
just find me anything which has the word cobalt in it. Or, you know, obviously you, you guys have had a big kind of cannabis run and up until recently. Um, yeah, not us at Red Club, but in Canada no, generally. In Canada yes. yeah, generally. Because we didn't touch... We didn't touch the cannabis thing at all. Well, it, it was kind of, that was the kind of thing which kind of made me just stop and have a look about, again, it was about three years ago. A buddy of mine runs a brokerage in, in, in Canada, and he was trying to, he was getting me in uh, cannabis, and I thought, great, it's, and it's all going well. And he, he came to me in the September before things went wrong, and he said, um, time to get out. I said, what are you talking about? This, this thing's still flying. He said, yeah, but... Uh, we're we're taking our clients, our good clients, out of this now. We'll continue to sell it, but we're going to take our good clients out of it now because we are going to start dumping it after Christmas. I'm like, okay. I said, what happens? Said, well, the retail guys are going to be left holding the baby. And you're like, what do you mean? Your retail guys? Said, yeah, that's just the way it always works. I'm like, oh, that's the yeah. game. That's the game, right? And I just felt that that just left a bad taste in my mouth. And I was thinking it's stacked against retail most of the time. And I just, you know, it, it was a real eye opener, but uh, I won't talk too much more about that one for fear of getting into trouble, but uh, that was the genesis <laughs> of doing what we do now, which is to say, hey, the little guy matters here, especially in the junior space, where, especially in mining, yeah. where the institutions kind of stepped out on en masse, you know, and uh, yeah. for, for, for all the reasons That's true. we know. Um, and then you, you, I think one of the, the next slide I'm, I'm looking at here, which, I, which always interests me, is uh, how will I get rich? Yeah, that's that's all I need to know. I yeah. don't really need to know what you're doing or what the, the name of your property is. Or uh, I just need to know how I'm going to make money because, uh, as as the cliche goes, there's only one reason to buy a, a stock. Hmm. And that's to make money. You can you can sell a stock for a multitude of reasons. Your daughter's wedding. You need the mortgage payment. You're you're up. And you want to lock in profit. But you need to explain to me uh, in the next uh, little while how I'm going to get rich. Yeah. And uh, that's a very difficult and quite frankly non-intuitive thing uh, for for technical people to do. You know, uh, they're good again. They're good at describing alteration or some sort of rock type or how your mind's working. So clever. I don't really care. I need to know how you're going to make me rich. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with this one again. Again, the amount of companies that come in come into us and I, you know, or CEOs that we talk to, and I say, well, so what's the business? Have you got a business plan in writing? I, I can count on two hands the number of companies have given me a written business plan. Right. Uh, well, have can you at least articulate? your plan and the strategy for delivering it who's going to deliver it when are they going to do that by how much is it going to cost you and when do i get my money to your question when do i get rich right uh, again i would say less than five percent of the management teams we talk to are able to do that coherently and it may be a factor you're being of... generous you're generous <laughs> i'm a generous you're guy. generous yeah like honestly five percent is, is a big number yeah yeah but, but but don't you as an investor and you know as a personal investor as a and you know and also yeah. with red cloud it, you need that i say it, it that tells me where how you, i'm going to make my money and yeah. if you're unable to tell me that i don't know why retail guys should buy into this either you know we're going to drill is not a business plan that's not a, a monetization no. event no you know no. And, uh, you know, I'm able to see, I, I listen to these presentations and I'm able to see through them to come up with, with the, the, the magic that if this works, you know, if we get A, then the outcome is B in terms of share price because I've been doing it for very long. But I can't imagine retail, let's call it folks that aren't as familiar with, with mining. Mm. I, I can't imagine how they would ever be able to do that. You know, they're, they're thinking, why did you buy these claims? Why are you drilling? Why are you building a mine? What's the value proposition? Yeah. Uh, again, I've done it for so long that, that, that I know, but, uh, and I have to explain it sometimes to the mining teams. You know, this is why you're doing it, <laughs> you know? Um, they don't even know why they're doing it. Yeah. And I know that seems odd, but they just know that, okay, I'm supposed to, you know, drill it. That's, that's the next step. I'm supposed to drill it. Okay, well, what happens if, if you find something? 
Have you ever thought of that? What happens if you get yeah. lucky? Then what? Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's going to be a good thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, where are you going to process it? Uh, who's going to buy this from you? Are you going to build the mine? Like, you need to prepare for these eventualities now. Yeah, essentially. We, we, I had a chat with the CEO this morning. I was sort of on the motorway in the car, and we were sort of talking about an exploration plan in South America and uh, talking about moving from... Yeah exploration and next year we're moving straight into development and, and I was asking well that, that's great but where's the evaluation phase you know at what point do you yeah. evaluate what it is that you've got you, you know rather than this rather broad categories of you know exploration development production it, it's not as easy as that you know you need to be able to assess what it is that you've got and how the hell you monetize this at a point down the line and whether or not you stay for the entire journey or you bug out at a certain point so please tell us again i'm talking about our viewers here is like if if the company can explain what they are so we are a i yeah. don't know project developer project finder great project developer fine you know um we will need the help of a strategic at points a b and c we will need a financial yeah. partner if you can sort of articulate where you sit in this, you know, large mass of mining companies, people can then I get get a sense of the risk profile that they're looking at here, right? And that I think that's really interesting that that these senior managers who've made money, you know, all their lives being employed in mining companies, start up these yeah. companies without necessarily knowing what all these missing pieces are and, and being able to actually manage that process. And, and, and to me, the, the worst crime, if I could use the word crime, is when uh, folks with a certain skill set, whether it's geologists, mm. let's say, a, I'll give you an example, a, a good geologic team, they make a discovery, and then they make the mistake of trying to build a mine. Uh, I, I, I can build a business. In fact, I can almost say Red Cloud was built on the back of bailing out, trying to fix uh, uh, mines that did not deliver what they were supposed to deliver because of uh, overestimated uh, assumptions or poor execution or uh, you cannot count on a geologist to build a mine and you can't count on a mine builder to find a mine. These are very different skill sets and and um, you, you, you've got some, some high net worth and family offices as clients you, and Honestly, uh, there's so many wealthy people, billionaires, that have this dream of having a gold mine. It seems to be this this bucket list thing. You know, I gotta check off this 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 box. I need to own a silver mine or a gold mine. And then some promoter lies to them. And I, I literally I could have a full time job trying to fix these messes. And the bad news I can tell you is they're almost all non fixable. Or if they are fixable, the dilution, the equity dilution is 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 incredibly devastating. Uh, or you know the the cap, the continued capital injection. Or I need to bring a a team of superstars to fix it, and that isn't cheap either. It's almost like uh, it's almost like somebody saying, "Shit, I've got a dream of building my own house. It looks easy, right? I'll go to the hardware store and I'll buy some wood. I'll build my own house." Uh, until you realize that that's a very different uh, thing than than you're trained, and building a mine is is outrageous. It looks simple, you know, but it's outrageously difficult. Leave it to the pros. Yeah, no, I know. We 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 had a lovely yeah. story. We belong to a family office network here in Europe, and uh, one of the guys, one of the big German family guys, stood up in front of the room and said, "Guys, I ha I won't I won't do the accent." Uh, I stood <laughs> unadvisable. Um, he stood up yeah. and said, "Guys, I have discovered this new category of investment, which I think I don't know if anyone here has heard of it. It's it's uh, I think it's revolutionary. Um, we're going to it's it's very green, and we're gonna we're gonna I think we can change uh, the face of of this industry, and it's uh, it's called uh, tailings." Yeah, and and then, tailings so, recovery. I run, man. If somebody says tailings, I run. I know, but this guy I, thought he discovered sliced bread. Okay, he literally yeah. was, and and I think yeah. the point here is that you know what you know, but you don't know what you don't know, 
and making putting your money into things that you don't know is always risky. It's, it comes back to my thing, you know, yeah. you've got to do your homework, get it. You've got to trust the team. You've got to believe that the team can deliver this because otherwise you're out of control. You're totally out of control here. And I think it's the same for retail guys, right? Yeah. You know, you got to know what yeah. you're getting into, is what I'm saying. So. Yeah. And, you know, the, 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 the good part, though, uh, because we've been negative, uh, really, the yeah, good part is, you know, in, in, in Ontario, in, in Toronto, um, arguably the mining capital of the world, uh, certainly for smaller mining companies or certain sized companies, long story short, there's a major road called university. And on university, there are lots of hospitals. Hmm. And these hospitals are all, they all carry the names of very successful mining promoters and investors, guys like Rob McEwen, Pierre Lassonde, Seymour Schulich, Peter Monk, and so on. So the value creation in mining uh, can be staggering. And, you know, I've seen stocks go from a penny to $5 or 10 cents to $20. Uh, and so when you do get it right, you can create amazing amounts of, of, of wealth. Uh, and we've touched on certain things to look for, but, uh, you know, don't, don't give it up. There will be, there will be, there will be more, there will be more discoveries that I, I can't tell you today, which one it's going to be. Um, and I, even if I did know it, I probably wouldn't recommend it, uh, because, uh, I don't know the criteria of, of your, the investors on, on, on your, on your show here, but, uh, long story short, there will be, there will be young there. Oh, that's the good news. There are some good young entrepreneurs coming up in mining. Um, there are some properties that, that, that appear to have merit. Uh, you know, there's every reason to be optimistic that there will be some tremendous wealth creation. Mm. But, um, but, but, but what, what's your view? I mean, again, one of your slides here, it talks about the you know, sense of urgency here. And I think yeah. if you look at the past few weeks, obviously with the market reset and then COVID-19 and, you know, there's always something, right? There's always something. Um, yes. You know, and I think with mining, mining costs, it takes, you know, it, we spend a lot of money uh, in, in, in digging holes and drilling holes uh, to find out what we've got in the ground. And, um, you know, yeah. time's money. So, you know, you, what, 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 do you, what do you mean when you talk about, you know, no sense of urgency in, in your presentation? For, for mining companies, time is never on their side because mm. for operating companies, companies that have mines, they're depleting their asset all mm. the time. And it's and it's a finite resource, right? So they need to continue exploring. And for exploration companies that don't generate cash, um, every day that they don't make a discovery, they go through their cash reserves right. and they need to either replenish those. So, so uh, it's not sufficient to be doing studies. It's not sufficient to be, uh, you know, th there's gotta be a, a tremendous sense of urgency for these mining companies to create value. Right, That's okay. what I meant. Okay, so you, 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 would, you would encourage uh, investors to look, to look to management who have got a path to monetization yes. and an accelerated timeline in which to do that. I mean, that's always that's right. a winner, right? Okay, yeah. and, I, and I guess that kind of comes on to one of your other points, which was around planning, which is, uh, yeah. you know, not, not about just walking into the room and asking you for money and how they do that, but in terms of their ability to demonstrate how they are planning to build out this business of, of, of theirs, right? So what are, the, what are the things that you look for there? Well, um, you know, in terms of lack of planning, we talked about uh, basically underestimating the time to, to raise capital. Um, I, I look for budgets, so use of proceeds. I look for um, uh, a, a, a target. Uh, I, it's okay to dream. It's okay to have an objective. Sure. It's okay to say, I am doing this because if I am successful, I will find a million ounces. And if I find a million ounces, it will be worth $50 million. And if I find a million ounces, somebody will buy me. It's okay to walk me through your thought process. Uh, as you say, drilling is not a plan. Drilling on a certain property is not a plan. That is an activity or a tactic. Yeah. A plan is having a grand vision of if I do certain things, then those outcomes may happen. And therefore, that's how we make a lot of money. I guess it comes back to that, that point we, made, we talked about earlier, which is having a you know, business plan in, in, in place and being able to Dis yeah. describe the moving parts you know but the what is the you know the helicopter view here we are going to 
you know, we are, we are going to do M&A. We're going to acquire this, this many uh, assets and we're going to de-risk them yeah. by being on different continents or whatever, whatever their thing is. But our exit yeah. point is very clear. It's here now working back. Here's how we get there. So you're, you're looking for that kind of clarity. Yes. Okay, yeah. And, then with them. And, and everything can be distilled into one thing. And I know it seems um, overly simplistic, but mm. uh, again, it's taken me 30 years to figure this out. Uh, the recipe for success in mining is to increase your NAV per share your net asset value per share. So it's okay to issue shares as long as your asset value, your net asset value grows more quickly. Okay. Uh, and why, why companies get into trouble is they either destroy asset value or they, or they, and, or they issue a, like an incredible amount of shares and, and therefore they, they dilute the asset value. And I would say the, 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 the follow-on is if, if you get the NAV per share thing right, you need to then make sure that people are aware that you're doing that. There is no award for modesty or bashfulness in mining. There are something like 2,000 mining companies. So it's a very, very crowded field. So you could be doing all the right things in your basement. Nobody will care. You need to get out there. So, so here's a question for you. Um, yeah. If a company's got cash... Do you want to see them do cash buybacks or do you want to see them creating, you know, multiple dollar returns for each dollar they have in the bank? I mean, and, and how would they go about doing that for you? Whatever, you know, I'm on a bunch of boards and, and whatever a management team proposes to me, whether it's drilling or building a mine or doing nothing or a share buyback, I don't care what it is. I will simply respond to them and say, is it NAV per share accretive? So for example, uh, if we're trading at a, at a fraction of NAV, mm. uh, then you should be buying your stock if you're trading at a multiple of NAV. And Franco Nevada was famous. Seymour Schulich was famous for that. I mean, the guy, the guy's a genius. And, and, you know, every time he used to, you know, watch his stock and every time it got to over two times NAV, he would issue securities. He would issue shares. And I said, Seymour, you don't need the money. He had a billion dollars of cash. He said, I'm creating value by issuing securities. Interesting. Fascinating. So, you know, uh, if, if, if it, it's, it, it all comes down to that. It, we don't have to overcomplicate things. So you're looking for that one thing. That's, that's fascinating. Um, yeah. Okay. I think people watching this will uh, note that loud and, loud and clear. Um, and then, of course, you know, not all companies are in a lucky position to be cash producing or have cash, but they, they all have one thing in common. They're burning through it, doing whatever they're doing. Yes. Hunkered down yes. or drilling yes. the bejesus out of their assets. They're, they're, they're spending money. So they've got to have yeah. an eye to the future. And as you say, and again, we referred to it earlier, don't come trotting up saying, I need some money by end of next week. That doesn't work. No, it, it doesn't work. But it, but if, you know, and when I was running Victoria Gold, I used to market and, and investors would say, well, you're here looking for money. I said, actually, no, I'm not. I'm here to tell you what I'm doing. And then I'll be back in six months looking for money or a year or whatever. Uh, but uh, I'm planting seeds to build trust and credibility so that you know what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. And because don't forget these these fund managers like like yourself, Matt, I'm sure, or any investor in general, uh, we do get up in the morning and we say we need to make money. Like you, you cannot underestimate the pressure that these fund managers are under to generate returns. They are allocated pools of money and they need to generate returns. So they are desperate for ideas. Mm. Your job as a as a mining executive is to is to help them out and to demonstrate to them how you're going to create value for them and you're not going to be a troublemaker you're not going to be a basket case you're not going to be calling them constantly for more money and and you're over budget or you're just taking too long uh you know put yourself in their shoes they need to manage money managing money is an extremely difficult job i wish i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy i mean i've done it and your performance gets measured minute by minute, day by day, week by week. It, it is devastating. 
especially in these markets. Yeah, there's, there's uh, nothing soft about it. The numbers are there every hour or every day. And yeah. people are looking at you and they know. Yeah. <laughs> and they know. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. It's, it's, uh, it's not a bad job, but it's, it's not an easy job for, for sure. It's very stressful. Yeah. Very stressful. Okay, so let me, let me flip this on its head, Chad, which is, you know, for retail guys, they're going to be, they should be asking the same questions that you as a big fund broker, M&A guy, you know, institutional guy uh, asks. They should be asking those questions too, or at least be expecting to be told those things by the management team. And if the company can't articulate those things, you would say that's a red flag. Pass. Yeah, you Pass. don't need to buy any particular stock. Yeah, absolutely. You know, other things that I look for are, um, uh, as an investor, uh, I look for, so we've talked about things, planning, you know, trust, we've talked about uh, transparency, simplicity. Um, you know, there, 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 will, there will be, there will be a, 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 another hot thing, whether it's uranium or cobalt or lithium. So, so, so do some research on, on, on the macroeconomics as well, mm. so that you're prepared and you can have a discussion with management. And, uh, and trust some some experts. I would say one of the one of the things as well is you can ask management uh, what is their track record of success. If a group has 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 made money in the past, odds are they'll do it again. It's not no certainty, but you know if 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 this person has you know they're 50 years old and they've never done anything in their life of any note, they've never won any awards, or they've never been the top of their class or or won the Olympics or whatever, you know, I'm making things up here, then odds are they're going to have a mediocre performance, right? Yeah. Yep, we see that a lot. We see that a lot. Um okay, Chad. Um we should probably wrap it up there. I mean, we've, we've, we've trotted and skipped through a lot of things there, and uh, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed that. But it, it sounds to me it's like, it, as you say, it, it, it's taken years for you to kind of distill it down into those simple headlines. But the, these are very basic things that you need to, we need to understand yeah. of any one, any group or any company to be able to say, yeah. here's my hard-earned cash. I trust right. you. I'm going to give this to you because I know you're going to make me rich and I know when by. Or, or, or at least you're going to uh, give me the highest odds of me getting rich. I mean, there's no, there's, yeah. no, there's, there's no certainty. There's no, there's no guarantee. And I don't, you know, if I lose money, I, I don't, I only get angry if people have misled me or have failed to execute on their plan or, you know, like stuff happens, you know, like look at look at the current economic context. Can I can I be upset at a CEO because his stock is down 50 percent? It's not his or her fault. Mm. Uh, but what are you doing to mitigate the risks? What are you doing to preserve cash? What are you doing? Or or even what I prefer is what are you doing right now to be aggressive? What are you doing to, 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 to use this as an opportunity? Because most people are in the fetal position right now. Very few of us are very aggressive. Well, I see that you've hit the nail on the head for me. We're having these conversations this week and last week with companies. I think the companies yeah. who are getting out there, they're getting on the front foot. You're talking about getting on the front foot, right? You're uh, yeah. saying, I want the biggest share of voice in this marketplace because there are the companies which don't have anything have gone quiet. And they've yes. gone quiet because they've got nothing. It's very hard under this severe spotlight to say anything believable about your company. When there's money sloshing around, it's easy. Everyone thinks everything's yes. going to make money for everyone, right? And yeah, we've yeah. seen companies going to hiding, not just fe fetal position. They've gone in fetal position hiding behind a wall <laughs> in the dark. Where are they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they have gone, right? And I'm, I'm interested in hearing from the companies who today are confident enough to say, look, the market is the market, but here's, here's what we, we acknowledge that, here's what we know, here's what we're gonna do, and this is why we think we will eventually uh, you know, win, we'll, you know, maybe win strong word, we, we will make it through this. So trust me and trust my team. Those are the guys I'm listening to in the next, you know, last week, this week, and, and, and next week. The ones who've disappeared, that tells me something. It tells me a lot. Yeah. Now, I also heard that you are joining the board of RNC Minerals. Is that true? Uh, I, 
I did join the board on January 1st, yes. Oh, well done. Oh, well done. How are things there? Oh, things are good. You know, talk about a group that's uh, active and um, I, I've been very, very pleased. Uh, I'm obviously on the board, so I'm preaching for my, my own uh, company here, but uh, they're doing well operationally. You know, they had to fight. They had the, the, the fires, uh, which, yeah. which was a, yeah. a very difficult situation for them. So they, they dealt with that properly, uh, very well, in fact. Uh, now with, with, with the virus, they're dealing with that as well. Um, they have a very good operating team in Australia. Uh, we have a lot of cash. And the reason I joined RNC uh, is that I was very close as an analyst to uh, a company in those days called Gold Corp. I mean, it's morphed. Gold Corp had Red Lake. And Red Lake in those days, it was the Arthur White mine. It was a very um, low-quality mine in a camp in an area that had very good-quality mines. And nobody could figure out why Arthur White was was such a dog. And then lo and behold, the geologist had a, a theory and he said, poke a hole here, you're going to find some high grade. And, and he found an amazing, uh, very small, but amazingly high rich uh, ore body. And I find that Beta Hunt is, has many similarities. There's no guarantee, of course, but it reminds me of the old the old Arthur White mine where Beta Hunt was was a you know, uh, a, a lower grade nickel mine, in fact, and, and, and had some gold in it. And then all of a sudden we're finding like extremely high grades of gold and it's a different population of gold. Um, and, uh, and, and I don't know what it means in the future, but I do find it very interesting. Yeah, so I, I wanted to be associated with that. Well, we're, yeah. we're talking with uh, Paul Hewitt next Paul week. Hewitt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the new guy. Okay. Well, he's not new anymore. He's been there what, eight, eight, nine months. But uh, hell of a turnaround story as well. It's been fascinating. We've been following it since you know middle of last year. Great, great, great story. But that's that's a that's a good example of uh, he's done everything right. Uh, he's added NAV per share, and yet the stock is a quarter of what it was a year ago. You know, and so it's frustrating for management teams when those kinds of things happen. But it's not his fault. He's done, in my opinion, he's done everything right. And uh, so that's that's. It'll get there. I I think the good the good news yeah. for them is they don't need to go out to market for cash. They're producing producing they positive cash flow. Um, right. There's a bunch of I think genuine catalyst event. You know that everyone talks. Oh, there's a catalyst event, and they they, they come, they go. No, no one no one cares. Uh, but yeah. in their case, I think there's a, a couple of biggies just around the corner. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have catch up with them next week and and see uh, okay. talk about their end of year uh, report. Um, well, like I say, Chad, thanks very much. I do appreciate that. I mean, it'd be lovely to talk to you again um, if you ever get a moment from your busy schedule and uh, give us your view of the, of the markets and, and what you think's going on. And I'll be uh, I'll be shaved and, and a little oh, bit man. more, uh, no way. more orderly looking next. That's, Don't do that's it. Right. Don't do it. <laughs> well, hopefully you're not still in your in your cabin there uh, in six I know, months, eh? right? You're going to go know, crazy. No, Come and rescue me. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.